Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. So today's episode, if you have kiddos nearby, go ahead and let them watch Paw Patrol or whatever show they're into right now. Escort them out of the room. That was your spoiler warning, your disclaimer, because today we are going to talk about orgasms. Yay! (laughs) Okay, so first of all, Whenever you hear people talking about sex, there is a, a, a formula, I guess you could say, that they're referring to. It's usually them saying penis and vagina type of intercourse, which if you know me, if you've talked with me in person, you know that when I talk about sex, it's never, <laughs> sex is not one act. Sex is a spectrum, sexuality, sensuality, eroticism. And it's, and so it's more than just penis and vagina. So whenever I'm trying to refer to that specifically, I don't say sex, I say penis and vagina or PIV. So, um, whenever people talk about sex though, they're usually referring to PIV to intercourse that ends in an orgasm. And on top of that, there are sometimes these beliefs that orgasms should be, well, that they're the man's responsibility to create the orgasm for his woman, to make her come however you want to say it. And so I think that's damaging on both sides because you have the man feeling a lot of pressure to perform, to make sure that she is um, pleased or else, or else what, depending on which man you talk to, or else he might not feel like he's fully a man, like he's not done his job. But then on the woman's side, that's really damaging as well to have your entire sexuality be in the hands of your partner, the growth, the expansion of your sexuality be 100% directed by them. I don't really believe in that either. So today, as we talk about orgasm, I would love to change your mind just a little bit about how important that really is. Ooh, how does that make you feel? Curious, let's keep going. Orgasms are essentially a sneeze, if you think about it. If I take a handful of pollen, which if you live anywhere that's highly pollinated, much like Georgia is, you know (laughs) what that experience would be. If I take a handful of pollen and blow it in your face, you're probably going to sneeze. Or if I, um, I don't know, take whatever you're allergic to and put it in front of you, you're going to get really stuffy. Your body's going to react, right? An orgasm is kind of similar in the sense that if you push the buttons in a certain order or you stimulate your body physiologically or psychologically, that means Physiologically is the body itself, psychologically is your mind, which is also part of your body. If you stimulate your body enough, it's going to sneeze. It's going to orgasm. 
It's going to have the rhythmic contraction of your genitals and create a sensation that's, for the most part, pleasurable. But for a second, I would love to come over to female sexuality and talk about it from that perspective. Um, so for women, there are, <laughs> there are many different types of orgasm. First of all, I'd like to say that the intensity of orgasm can be different for different women. And remember, when I say orgasm, I'm talking about the rhythmic contraction of your vaginal wall, um, the engorgement of blood in your vulva. This sounds really clinical. Let me make it sound a little more sexy. Um, oh, yeah. When you get hot and bothered and wet... <laughs> That's, that part is called the arousal, which is very helpful and needed. And then the orgasm itself is that, that pulsing that happens. And the pulsing can be of different intensity. It can be just kind of this puddle, this soft wave. And some women don't even notice that it's happening really. Or it can be the intense, strong, like you're just thankful for all things in the world at that point kind of orgasm. And I think when sexuality is painted in the media of any sort, it is almost always the intense orgasm. Like it's all or nothing. Either you see like in a TV show, a woman who's, he just, you can't do anything for me. And she has not had any orgasm ever. Or, you know, she she meets up with the person of her choice and they have wild passionate sex and she has an explosive orgasm and it's a wonderful thing and she can't get enough but i just like to tell you if that has not been your experience that's okay that's normal there are different intensities of orgasms think of it as a spectrum there are also different ways that um, orgasm can be stimulated for different women so for some ladies it is vaginal. A vaginal orgasm means that it comes from the feeling, the friction of intercourse, PIV itself. And I would like to emphasize some, the word some in that, because the amount of ladies that can actually orgasm from vaginal penetration alone is pretty low. Um, It's not the majority. And so usually the friction of vaginal penetration is not what's creating the orgasm for most women. So what other options are there? I'm glad you asked. Clitoral stimulation. Your clitoris. Yay. If your partner does not know what your clitoris is or even how it works, I suggest a sex therapy session or... um, Just grabbing a book and educating yourselves because after all, it is your body. It is part of your body's functioning. It's part of your sexuality. So it'd be helpful to learn about it. But clitoral stimulation is um, your clitoris. It can be your labia, any kind of rubbing on the outer area. And there are some ladies who can also orgasm from nipple stimulation. So that's fun. All that to say orgasm is such a broad and diverse experience and beautiful and something that you should definitely see if you can really release to let yourself enjoy it 
However, orgasm should not be the goal. If you place orgasming as the finish line of intimacy, you're missing out on, and you know, this is the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm all about intimacy as a whole. If you have orgasm as the finish line, you're missing out on some of the integration of the other pieces, potentially, not always. But I've just found that when people are chasing only the orgasm, sex can become really one-dimensional and leave out the part where you slow down and listen to your partner or pay attention to your partner's um, body or even incorporating the spiritual part of whatever spiritual means to you, but really connecting with your partner's soul in the middle of intimacy. And it's entirely possible that you're like, oh, well, we orgasm every time and I don't feel like we're disconnected. So what are you talking about? Okay, that's fine. That's not the case for everyone. So understand that I'm trying to talk to everyone at once here. So if you have a partner who is very obsessed with the orgasm goal, I do highly recommend sex therapy, but until you get into that, maybe just start with a conversation around what enjoyment is and what it looks like and what it means to you. Your partner might not know that an orgasm isn't super important to you or that penetration isn't super important to you. Um, And if that's the case, then what other alternatives would you like to try? I, when I talk with my clients, I refer to it as play or eroticism or sensual energy. So what other ways would you like to play around and interact with your sensuality? Is it a heavy makeout session or just some bumping and grinding or dancing can also be highly sensual or maybe it is um, more sexual and explicit the word I want to use there yeah you can have different forms of sexual enjoyment without chasing penetration or orgasm think of it this way there are some people you might be one of them who have experienced some change in their bodies that prevents them from having the traditional route of sexual intercourse whether that be pain during penetration or um they have low lubrication due to like some kind of medical diagnosis or um, I don't know, there's so many things they get some kind of physical handicap or disability. Are we saying that those people can't have enjoyable, satisfying sex lives or that they should spend their entire lives trying to chase this one version of sex? No, of course not. And so I would encourage you, even if you want to, if you and your partner are doing really well with sex and you just want to kind of deepen this area intimately, try taking intercourse off the table. Try taking orgasm off the table just for a little while, the, the, the pursuit of orgasm and see what other ways you can stay in sensual and erotic energy with your partner, just enjoying them, just being mindful and present without trying to scratch an itch, so to speak. So just a thought, um, this area is obviously 10,000 times more complex than I could ever cover 
in a mini podcast episode. So if you have any questions, thoughts, comments after hearing this, please uh, hop over to my website, shoot me a message, um, shoot me a DM on Instagram, or if you are like, you know what, I really just need the, the sex therapy with my partner or sex therapy individually, then schedule a consultation with me at the link in my bio and we'll be able to dive into it a lot deeper and a lot more specific to your specific, I said specific twice, <laughs> catered to you and your body and your relationship because um, as you've probably heard me say before, sexuality has multiple dimensions. It's the physical, so it's um, your body in and of itself, the body you were born with. And then you have your relationship and how that's doing. Then you have your personal mental health, your personal emotional health. Um, You even have your family scripts around sexuality, your culture scripts around sexuality. All of these things are interacting at the same time. And it can be very confusing and overwhelming to try to unpack it all. So that's what I'm here for. That's what I do. So. Thank you so much for listening today. It's always great to be with you guys. This podcast is really special to me. It's an intimate space for me too, to be able to share and talk about these things with you. So if it has helped you, touched your life in any way, I would really, really appreciate my love language. It would be if you would leave me a review on iTunes. So if you're in your app and you look at the page where um, the podcast like home pages for this one there should be a button in there that says to leave a review um, and also make sure you subscribe but reviews help this to keep going it helps more people to hear things that they've never heard before about their sexuality about their relationships and hopefully to start to heal the scars and the shame that's that's my heart here so again that would be my love language and i would love it so 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 much As always, remember who you are, please. You are fully seen, you are fully known, and you are fully loved. Have a great day.